0: I don't recognize him without a mask Yeah well, That's what he looks like Yeah It's why he wore a mask <laughs> You know what I see though Changing for the Habs Is the division um, What do you I, see changing? I, I don't see Toronto Getting that many points What? Yep I think they're going to get You're Less without cadre. I think they're going to get Scored on a lot more they're going to get more you goals. I think their D is downgraded. Um, forward, defensively, their forwards are much downgraded. You their think- D, I, will, I think, yes, because I liked Zaitsev. He, so did I. Everyone hated he him. He couldn't pass very well from his own zone. Right. I get that. Okay. But neither can CeCe. Right. Okay. So, I like Tyson Berry. Okay, so definitely an upgrade from last year. No, yeah. no, no, no. It's not you're, you're looking it's at not an upgrade. It's not an upgrade. You have, have to look at Barry Gardner. as your gardener. Right? They lost Gardner. It's not an upgrade. It's top heavy. You have now Riley and Gardner uh, on the top line. That's a better top line, no doubt. But better
1: top pairing than, than what they have now. You mean? Because
0: is it not no, Riley no, no. And Muzzin now or no? I don't no, know what Muzzin, the handedness. Is. Riley and Muzzin are both left-handed. So you have Riley, right. Riley on your first pairing with Tyson Barry. Okay. Uh, and then Muzzin with CeCe under second pairing. And CeCe's a righty? CeCe's a, a righty, oh, wow, like Zaysef. so happy. Just like Zicef. Um And then Dermont? Dermot. Dermot and... I don't know. Under under right side. Yeah,
1: I, I'm guessing... Um, she, Hole or probably the Borgman. The Borg. The Borg. Andreas Borgman. This Borg. Because they traded Callie Rosen in the... Uh, you will be in the Avalanche trade I think that's where Callie Rosen so. went in as well I think so so a nice little prospect on the back end another one to add to that incredible deep uh, that the Avs have
0: for real eh yeah
1: um, the prospect pool I should yeah, say yeah exactly
0: for uh, the abs, Yeah.
1: Samuel Gerard. young guys Kale McCarr
0: Bowen Byram but um Callie Rosen yeah I, I think that's yeah, yeah um, I feel that's they're better... Their first the pairing is better. Second pairing... We'll see. But third pairing is definitely going to be exposed. Right. And so they're more top-heavy. I'm not sure if they're better I think it. their
1: third pairing is going to be good. Honestly. For I third think pairing? they're the deepest team in the league. I think... Really defensively. It's ridiculous to think that they are not going to challenge for the President's Trophy all year long. I mean... We're assuming Marner gets signed. Yes. Yes. And we're assuming that they're keeping Kapanen and Janssen because they've just signed, right? Yep. So now, for sure, you know, let's say you can finally put them back together, Matthews and Nylander as your pair. You know, Babs loves his pairs. Yeah. So your top pair is Matthews Nylander. Your second pair is Tavares Marner. Then you have Kapanen and Janssen, that you can just flip between those two lines, and there's your top six. It's done. Hyman, right?
0: too, up in there sometimes.
1: So, yeah, now you can stick Hyman where he belongs on the third line. And, you know, it's,
0: that's I if, Kerfoot on, or that's Kerfoot or Spencer plays foot. his way up. That's Either way. Kerfoot plays well.
1: So, yeah, you but you can make a pairing of Kerfoot and Hyman as your third pairing. No, hold on. A, Who's
0: under top six? Yeah, Matthews.
1: Matthews, Nylander as your top pair. Oh, yeah, Martin. i sorry. And then Marner, Tavares. And then Kapan and Janssen. As the extra guy Flip him as As needed Right? Yep. There's your top six Done, done You never move those guys out of it No that's, more stupid Babcock uh, No, it's six Two Nylander. pairings
0: And then two guys Hold on Matthews Nylander Tavares, Nylander Marner Captain uh, and Janssen Yeah, okay You're not flipping those two guys but Those guys who, Okay, because I don't well, think am just saying. top six.
1: Oh, he is for sure He's more top six than Janssen and I can say that with complete confidence.
0: 45 points last year.
1: He was the guy step. everyone thought would get off Rashid because it, you know the compensation would be reasonable and yada, yada, yada. But uh, boom, your top six is done. Then you, you stick Hyman with Kerfoot and you glue them together. And then you have Spezza with, the fourth line. like let's say, Jeremy Bracco down the fourth and say, look, we're sorry, Jeremy, but we know you're an offensive player. I'm offended. You haven't shown us enough, so but you're gonna play with Jason Spezza, who scored some of the more memorable goals in recent memory. He's old, but play with Spezza. You guys play good. You're gonna move up. You know. Uh, see,
0: I that's don't. just see,
1: and then you just fill in the blanks. I don't know who I'm forgetting. That's gonna. No, let's pretty o- much G- o- Or or uh, you know, that's gonna be brought up.
0: I don't like that. The, Le-
1: the Leafs also could have one of or both. Rasmus Sandin and Timothy Logren, you know, pushing for spots on the back end. So they have some depth there. Uh, I don't think they drafted anyone interesting this past year, but they don't care.
0: Do you think they're going to beat Tampa in points? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I would take Tampa 10 times. I mean, out of 10. you know,
1: this is just me spitballing. Yeah. But
0: I'm not too impressed with that Toronto roster. I think it's the deepest roster in the league. Where did our mom off play last year? Oh,
1: he wasn't backing up Grubauer?
0: Colorado. I forgot about his Colorado sit, to be honest. He played there for a while. No, that was
1: his main stage.
0: Why do I thinking Caps? Oh, he started well, that before, there. before, okay. yeah. Where is he now? Oh, yeah, he got signed Islanders. in Long Island. Yeah. What's what, Lou what, what's, that's what uh, we're doing.
1: That would be know. a... Uh, there was that whole thing with Leonard where it's it. they didn't offer him a
0: multi year deal, I think. And they, they also have um, Grice. Right. So they really have a pre- precarious goalie situation. Just weird. Yeah, Leonard's gone. Yeah, okay, yeah. They have Grice and uh, Verlamov now. But Grice for only one year.
1: You know, I get he likes, he takes Kamarov and then Matt Martin and.
0: Yeah, Komarov, hey, that uh, was a weird one. Eating that beer. Like, is Lou senile? Lou, are you okay? Anders Lee for $7 million, but he need size, I feel. Size and speed. They
1: they are moving towards this mediocre Minnesota shitty thing. And it's funny how close they run another direction. You've got Barzal, so that's maybe I'm. Well, I'm definitely
0: exactly. I think they're I'm going def- for a a good run in the next two this year next year the next three years really especially next year what? I think they're gonna be like top three in uh I do it's on did, but top three in the east did
1: you uh, next year okay did you uh
0: okay Andrews Lee Brock Nelson uh Jordan Eberle Andrew Ladd Josh Bailey all these guys except for Brock Nelson who's 27 But all these guys 29 30 31 all their main players are basically in the right age. They're those kinds of, like we said before, grittier, tougher guys. That once you get in the playoffs, oh, guys like Leo Karamanoff, Matt
1: Martin. You gotta have both, though. Where's it? The,
0: uh, there's some you skill. You have Barzil, Yeah. Yep. You got you got one guy. Anders Lee is skill. Yeah. Uh, Eberle is skill. Anders Lee isn't as high a skill as Eberle, but you have the size, speed, and yep. and that you know minimum skill from Anders Lee. Leadership. That's it as well as well definitely. I think he weighs like 230 <laughs> pounds, something like yeah, that. I think like, that's eh? a monster at his feet. <laughs> it's so big. Guys like Johnny Boychuck, Nick Letty, Thomas Hickey on the back end too. Like those guys are ready to go right now. That's gold. fine but like it's it, an average it's just it's mediocrity. I feel that's Other that's than, not mediocrity. Like, it, I is feel. Lee not the definition of mediocrity. I think this is what people said last year in the summer. I feel it's under. I think their team is the definition of an underrated team. Someone who you won't see coming.
1: Was it was it not a, just a huge chip on their shoulder? Both from the team that, you know, lost Johnny T. Yep. And from a coach who just won the cup and had the team say, yeah, we don't really want you anymore.
0: Yep.
1: Have those fires cooled a little bit and did that wonder year where they they won the Metro? I don't think it I was think. a
0: wonder year. I think, I think um, Johnny T. stepped out of a situation that might have been very, very different had he stayed. And Interesting. They might have gone farther. Uh,
1: I think Johnny T. is like McDavid, that with the exceptional player status the number one of the the mythical status those two people have let's say for me in ontario but in canada in general compared to how whether they play winning hockey you know See, um, like look at johnny johnny taves I who clearly do. plays a winning oh, brand of hockey that's something that's and a canadian i'm not here to compliment right yeah you know chicago in any way but those two seem to have an issue with winning in the NHL, no matter what they do individually. And, you know... What do you mean have an issue with it? Like... I just think that, uh... I don't... Taves? I think maybe they don't win as well with Tavares. I don't oh, know okay, if he, yeah. as your guy...
0: I think you said Taves before, so I was a little confused. Well, sorry, about, yeah, so well... Okay, uh, yeah. There's too many Johnny T's. Yeah, yeah. Jonathan uh, Taves is, uh... I think, um, Probably. I'm talking about
1: Jonathan Torrance. <laughs> That's
0: it. Um, Jonathan Taves, definitely though, the most. Yeah, um, Jonathan Vision, the most winning, clutch. Yeah, well, of the NHL. You know
1: what you could say is that you look at him and you say, however he does it, the guy's fucking winning.
0: He's a Mark Messier type player. Well, yeah, he just
1: game. won. You know, maybe not as much anymore, but he tends to win. Yeah. And as far as the NHL goes, you know, Johnny
0: T. Tavares and Connor McDavid haven't done shit. See, I put Tavares and Stamkos almost in the same um, section. I feel that's also because they both got injured playing for Team Canada at the Olympics. I know, but
1: Stammer has led his team to huge playoff success. He's taken them to a final. He's taken them so close. I think it's totally different. I think he is your guy. And he could do it next year. Look at the season they just had. Do you think that I mean, it's not like you have the same players around Tavares in his day in Long Island, but what they did this year was just so beyond. You have to give Stamkos the credit on that. You know, I mean, like we said no before, guys else, else gets you you there? At, he's the guy. Well, he's that big constant. He is the center of the orbit of that team, no matter how much we look at the Kucherovs and the points, Headman, or the Julian Breezeblows,
0: or the, the uh, headman's, or John team.
1: Cooper. It's Stammer that everyone is revolving around there, and he sets the tone. You know, he was mentored probably in some ways by C D Y for quite a while while they were all winning together. Uh, Le Cavalier, you no? Know? Yeah, Le Cavalier, I remember for when Two he years. scored 50 goals, he like, it was an open net goal, and he like chipped it to Stammer and he scored. Yeah, so, Marty St. Louis. Yeah. I think Stamkos is a winner in the NHL, and he's come close enough, you know, think those other guys have a lot to prove.
0: I feel like, I mean, I feel like they have a few contracts they could get rid of. guys like like Killorn. Uh, but uh, I think they're, a, they're more of like a regular season team. Edmonton? Uh, no, no, no. Um, Tampa. I feel like right now the setup they have might not be the best for the playoffs. But they could prove me wrong. I hope not, but they could. I mean...
1: We just saw them get swept in the first round. It's yeah. hard to argue with that, right? And you think it's hashtag grit that's missing?
0: I think so. Yeah. Really? Yeah, absolutely. Maybe it's that solid right-handed defense. You think defenseman. they should
1: have traded for Lucic is what you're saying?
0: <laughs> I don't think so because they couldn't afford to trade for Lucic. Uh, there's no way they're fitting that and They can't contract. get that primo grit. There's, yeah, There's no way unless they're moving point. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think that's happening We
1: are announcing a trade today Braden Point for Milan Lucic even, uh, even if they did up.
0: They wouldn't have the, conch, the salary to sign Lucic <laughs> Yeah they're uh, they're in uh, a tricky situation No you trade
1: guy. Stamkos and Point for Lucic
0: Done. <laughs> <sighs> Blue Siobhan It's my favorite color
1: well, I want to, yes, I wanted. first of all, talk about uh, uh, Kelly Rudy. Here comes Kelly right now. There's Kelly right. He's coming in right now. And, and I love the little, he'll pick him up. I love the little blue string that ha- hangs from the back.
0: The Qadri trade, uh, I forgot it was Qadri that went the other way. Okay. Uh, I think that might hurt the least as well, too. He was a solid, very solid third-liner. Very good second liner, like but for the third liner he was incredible, like probably the best in the league by far. Yeah, I think as a third liner. Oh yeah, I mean I've been a Kadri fan since he got drafted. You know. Oh, I hate the guy, but. Oh really? I hate the guy, but I respect him because of his skill. I he's a he's a pest in half. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't know. I mean, one thing I want to kind of wonder about
1: is with the awful offer sheet, like are we gonna see this be?
0: No longer taboo, you know? Yeah, I, I think so. I think this has opened the floodgates. I hope so. Especially for GMs who are on the cusp of being, um, maybe losing their job. Get fired. Top three. I mean, you
1: were looking at the ads, right? When we were talking about Marner. Yep. yep. It almost makes kind of a lot of sense. Because exactly. they have a young superstar core. Yep. They're going to lock up Brandon. They trap and fire him and then they clear room for him by William Barry. Exactly. they've got their second line center in Kadri who's half his great, but he's
0: pretty relatively young as well Kadri yeah. isn't that yeah. old even though he's a veteran exactly he plays and, very very uh, defensively in smart hockey too Yeah. And Nathan, Nathan exactly. McKinney got locked up at I think about 8 million the Nathan. cryptic uh, comment about a history
1: with the Leafs it could be when they tried to get Kyle Dubas you know maybe that's what he's referring to
0: True, true, true. If
1: you're Colorado and you have four first-round picks in the next five years, like, and you have the cap space, I mean, maybe there's a problem with paying Mitch Marner literally double, you know, the
0: AAV that Nathan McKinnon has. Yeah, 6-3 for McKinnon. That's yeah. a deal. 5-5 for Landy. But, you know, how, how can you say no? Yeah. You know, if you put Mitch Marner on the abs, it's just well, think, absurd. I'm here for the gangbang. I feel, especially with Seattle becoming a team, um, the um, disparity of skill and how it's spread around the league is going. To, there's going to be less skill available, and so right. that means they're going to be in higher value, higher demand. You're going to become more desperate to do things to acquire those top end players. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, I feel this is a, a trend. Well, I hope that will be followed. I think it's become, it's, it's always a Man. fun little roller coaster. Uh, there's always drama, but I think the drama is really just for the couple days. I don't think this will carry over, the drama between Montreal and Carolina. No, no. I think it will be forgotten about in a week. and
1: uh, I mean, I think there's just so many players there now. It didn't yep. used to be the place to go to get your next superstar. It yep. just, it's just in a rare occasion you have someone an RFA who was worth that. Now we have this whole class with you know, Marner, Point, Aho Rand, Kachuk, Line A, you know, maybe you throw Connor in there as well, and there's probably even people I'm forgetting. You know, it's like these are all centerpieces in a way. Yep. You know what Good I mean? The core players. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Uh other than maybe Connors. And so. they know it too. Right. Uh so it's like they have a lot of leverage in the in, 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 in the negotiation table.
1: Yeah. So, you know, the problem I think is that the picks, the comp- compensatory pick, you know, requirement is too much for the top guys because the number, like the way the numbers work, don't really reflect the current NHL. On them.
0: I, I disagree. Here's the thing, is you have to be a team that is almost guaranteed to not have a top pick. Ironically, it always works out in the way that very good teams who give away their first round picks usually don't do very well the next season. Uh, two things that come to mind is Ottawa last year and Toronto Maple Leafs when they lost. Was it Scott or Rob Niedermeyer? But in 93, I think. Um, yeah. forget. Okay. Um, it was, um, okay, I think it was, to, yeah, to the Devils. It was yeah. Rob Niederbier I'm pretty sure right. They traded, okay. traded someone uh, Traded their pick For somebody From the Devils Next year They did really poorly The Devils right. uh, Drafted Niedermeyer With their pick Okay um, I feel You have to be Very confident In your team A perfect team Would be Boston right. That I'm saying They've been very Or Pittsburgh A team who has been Very consistent the last couple of years or of uh Washington, if they right. didn't, if they weren't, Washington did a, did a very good job of drafting around of edge, game. right? And so they're not really like in that situation. Four
1: first rounders out of your next five yep. years, I believe. Yeah, but here's the thing not only is it that it's an overpay, I think you know, an offer sheet is almost always going to be some form of overpay, some it depends to value. well in order to like tip the scale and get that player to.
0: I mean, in in the case of Mitch Marner, it's more, if a a team like Toronto doesn't have the cap to match uh, something like a 12.5, which is not a bad contract for a guy like Mitch Marner. I feel the quality of the player is worth it when we're talking about that top tier. Because four out of five years having a first round pick, if it's not a a top three pick, you are almost guaranteed to not ever get that quality of player so yeah, if you do need that top tier player that might be your only chance of acquiring it imagine a team like montreal um, who w- can't really tank they need a rebuild i think uh, rfa is perfect for them yeah yeah. because there's no way they're going to get that top tier player with an eighth overall draft pick okay um and usually they get around 15 or like 20s when they make the playoffs also teams have learned from the raptors in the way that it's like a year every year you have a chance so why wouldn't you put it all on the line why wouldn't you give that offer sheet
1: right if you have a true superstar that on any given night is the best player in the world like they do with mckinnon you add another one of those people like a mitch marner yeah i mean it's
0: Especially with McKinnon's playmaking abilities. Like, I feel that's a very good combination right there.
1: Right. Like, you know, the least... I don't know. How do you you figure this out if you're Kyle Dubas? Because they're saying that Austin Matthews is their comparison. And Kyle Dubas is just saying, like, look, Austin Matthews is the top of the file here. And the stats don't necessarily back up that, you know, Mitch, you're going to produce in your career the way Matthews will. Uh, in the day, he's a scoring center and basically a unicorn in this league in terms of what he brings to the table with the size, the scoring, and everything. You know, Austin Matthews, the only comparable is Connor McDavid, essentially, in terms of the full package that he brings. Mitch Marner doesn't have the size. Mitch Marner doesn't have the shot, special shot that you could say is potentially best in the league. And he doesn't ultimately... Uh, have the position of center ice that, that will always come with a premium and so you know no matter how much they can screen that at this is comparable and it's probably heightened because they're you know seemingly best buddies that he he thinks he should just be right there alongside
0: him. I feel it goes back to what we were talking about before, is the excitement, the dynamicism, like how dynamic a player is. What Mitch Marner brings that Matthews doesn't is that excitement. Matthews does, but Mitch Marner brings it on another level, especially in a place like Toronto, that can really bring the house down. Like, that can really pump up the crowd and fan, fans, like a good Celtics, yeah. it brings value yeah. to the team, and I think he understands the value that he brings to the team, and therefore it might not be, statistically he might not be on the same contract worth of money as, as Matthew's, but when it, the whole picture is, like, when you see the whole picture, I feel he's at least very, very close to it's, Matthew's money.
1: Right, it's kind of unique. When have we ever seen, like, a hometown kid signing with his hometown team? That he
0: We're not talking to Veras here, but yeah. and being also one of the best players
1: in the world while getting to do it, you know, I think previously at the end of the day, agents are going to use hard number comparables uh, and arguments in contract negotiations, which are all, all about numbers, right? And Mitch Marner's contract negotiations, like you said, touch so much more potentially in terms of where the value is because no one's ever been. Such a hometown, golden boy, but high performer, I think, yeah. that Mitch Martin in this position. And the team that we're talking about getting getting paid by has more money than any other team, more or less. Not in the salary around. cap era,
0: for sure. Because uh, well, it goes back, I think like, Montreal right. probably has some guys, like Gila Fluck. all in the old days. When Montreal, before um, the draft, actually... Um, was it before the draft... There was, yeah, exactly. Before the before the entry level draft, Montreal was allowed the top two um, picks in the queue. That's how they got Fleur. They had won the Stanley Cup before that, but because of that, they were able to draft Fleur because wow. he was the top player in the queue and the top player in the world.
1: Right. Uh, just by having, right, right. just
0: because of that, I think that. And then like, there was some weird law, some weird rule about that. but because of that, they brought in the draft and everything. Uh, yeah to stop interesting yeah. okay basically another law brought another rule brought in to stop Montreal from dominating the league right <laughs> just like the uh the ending of the penalties or the letting the your guy out let, yeah. Yeah, ending of the uh, power play when you score a goal yeah. Oh, yeah again because of Montreal I mean
1: I just don't see if you're Toronto how you you know what the answer is here yeah I think that kind of a clear path forward. Well, I think All of these RFA's have obvious kind
0: of We've been talking scenarios. about this for years. We've been talking about Toronto, when they have to sign. Are they going to be able to sign everybody? Then they signed Tavares, and we're like, well, here we go. <laughs> now right. it's interesting.
1: And, and how can you say no to, to sign Tavares when yep. he just almost scored 50 goals? Yep. You know, like, uh, I don't know, but... You know, obviously by the time this comes out you know Martin will probably sign somewhere oh yeah and, uh, maybe not you know, though will matter. but I think the lead up to it is a really interesting conversation in the NHL right now about a
0: new <sighs> type of thing right now the rumor is the uh, Islanders
1: Oh, that makes all the that sense. That is the best
0: option. Why
1: didn't we get there?
0: I think they don't oh. have the cap at the Spaceport, but they could definitely make some moves. They have a lot of they guys do, that they can move. Because moves. they were
1: going to give Panarin like $13 million a year or something yep. crazy. So yep. they've got.
0: I the really want to see that. Oh, I really want to see that. Oh, wow. Sweet, sweet justice. It's been signed off on ownership. That makes sense. Okay. Yeah, the Islanders will definitely. Oh, man, I hope this will happen. You know what?
1: That's intriguing because it's in New York. It's yep. not as yep. garden, but it's New York, you know? And look who just signed in Brooklyn. You Who's know, this? Katie and Kyrie. I got that in Brooklyn. Is Mitch Martin gonna go to Brooklyn too?
0: Lots of people saying uh, teams have considered pursuing him, including the Islanders and the Habs.
1: Of course, the has Bergey's going to be in on speculation for every offer sheet the next like three years now that we know he's got the willingness.
0: So many, uh, so many rumors about. Uh, but I mean, this one's a little hilarious. Hearing Islanders are serious about pursuit of Marner while Canadians may be focused on Line a. I don't Ooh. think that's... he's ever going anywhere. We'll, we'll see. I
1: don't. I mean, you'd
0: be crazy. I think Montreal. Sure. You'd be crazy not to. But I think Montreal's more focused on re-signing uh, all their guys like Gallagher, Domi. Paling, Coconiani.
1: Alright, let's do Crystal Ball.
0: Okay, Crystal Ball, I think uh, the New York Islanders, not the Rangers, Uh, Rangers may be low, low 90s, but maybe mid 90s for the Rangers. Islanders are gonna get more points than the Maple Leafs. You think the New York Islanders next year are gonna get more points? Than the Toronto Maple Leafs. I'll go farther. I'll go um, Islanders... And New- Toronto Maple Leafs, 101. I want to say 102, but maybe 101 okay. points. Okay. Islanders, at least 104. Okay. But no more than
1: one. And you think there's some division dynamics that are responsible for that? No, I just long- like
0: the makeup of the Islanders. I feel it's their year oh to really take it to the next level. Toronto it's might have one of the deepest rosters the I league's ever seen and, and Long suit. Island
1: is in crazy town right now as Lou just like goes
0: down in a ball of flames I don't think it's a ball of flames at all I think it's like a phoenix he's gonna have a <laughs> and, oh. and shit all over the <laughs> <laughs> oh my god alright I, I look at Toronto I, I, I'm not a fan of their roster this year I preferred last year's roster I think they're too offensively focused this year okay that's, I just personally I don't like their roster like compared wow. to last year's I would That's, I mean it's if, it's if I had to choose quite to take not um, like ignoring the results of last year's season as m- much as possible me from last year's summer and this year's summer I would take last year's Maple Leafs over this year's Maple Leafs
1: wow and are you are you saying Johnny T's in? in uh, alright you're saying last summer, yeah. but when in the like? Oh,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a very Johnny T. Maple Leafs. Yeah, yeah, for Okay. Sure. For sure. All right,
1: well, I'm going
0: to... And assuming Nylander played the whole year as well. Right, yeah. Okay. So that was a bit of a surprise. Okay. And yet Nylander's going to play the whole year next <laughs> yep. year, and you're downgrading them. I think Caudry's going to hurt them that bad, and also I think their defense, I don't think it's going to be that good uh, on the third line. Really? Third line pairing. I'm not I'm not too high on CC as well.
1: No, I think we all... Th- Agree that CC is just going to probably be moved down the lineup, though, with Babcock. Who knows? But I, they just have so much depth there
0: that. is going to be playing in the last minute, uh, down by two. <laughs> uh, yeah. Instead of Matthews. That, that's what's going to happen in the playoffs. <laughs> All right. Ty goes to the veteran, so.
1: Oh, man. All right. Well, my prediction then, to go with yours, is that the Leafs will win the President's Trophy next okay. year. And get
0: eliminated in the first round. They, well,
1: I'm gonna stack a couple things on sweat. this sweat since we're in Leaf's territory. Um, the Bruins. I, they are going to for sure, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> we want to make predictions, we're not talking about guarantees. <laughs> That's it. We, uh, I, I do think that they're gonna get past the first round. And what I said to my dad, I think not long after his draft was that this team. Until it names the captain, and I think until it names Matthews their captain, they're going nowhere as far as the playoffs go. They need to have a clear alpha to make this group come together and do something big. So, do I think that regardless, they're going to get out of the first round next year? They're just, yes. They're too good. They still do have Mike Babcock. Okay. Despite his recent record, which we can talk about another day. But, uh... I think if Matthews gets named captain, especially before the start of the season, that the sky's the limit and they'd have to be one of the cup favorites, if not the favorite.
0: My favorite.
1: Uh, You know, going into the early season. Assuming that Freddie Anderson doesn't get injured, you know, he's going to play all world. You're going to have an all world top six and a really nice, you know, top four deep.
0: So they get past the first round, you're saying?
1: Yeah, so my prediction is going to be not only do they win the President's Trophy, but they definitely get past the first round. Okay. And then if Matthews is captain, I think you're going to see them in the finals.
0: Oh really? Yeah. So your prediction basically- That's, that, that's the three stacked up, yeah. that's like- You can just put it as what well, to recap- The least and, prediction burger. You're recapping, the least prediction recap is that the Boston Bruins are not going to make the playoffs. <laughs> is what you're saying. Uh, <laughs> to summarize your, re- your, recap, your predictions. Oh my god. <laughs> you never
1: know. You never know. Um, Um, What's gonna happen is uh, Brad Marchand is going to lick Gary Bettman at some point in the year, and then Gary is going to suspend the whole team for 20 games, and they'll never recover.
0: One could only dream. (laughs)
1: Uh, Here's Commissioner Gary Bettman. Hello, Columbus! All right, well, you have any other ideas to talk about uh, next time? Uh, I like the Babs talk, but not really. I'll throw to of some this week. Okay. All right, we'll uh, figure it out and talk soon. Puckheads!